0: Locked on cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network. Your on. team every Locked day. Locked on, Locked. Locked on. Locked on, Locked on I am Marcus Mosher. He is Landon McCool, together we are Locked On Cowboys brought to you by On Location. Landon, today we are going to preview the Cowboys' Week 14 game against the Washington football team. Uh, but before we do that, how are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm doing well. You know, it's this is exciting time of year. We reached the kind of end of the, the last little stretch of the season, right? We've we've mm-hmm. gotten past the the Thanksgiving gambit. I mean, as well as we did, uh, and probably wish for a little bit better success there. But it certainly is time to kind of course correct finish the season strong and and then see what we've got as we head into the playoffs.
0: All right. So we're going to get to the matchups in this game, but we've got some newsy things we have to touch on first. Uh, first and foremost, do you care that Mike McCarthy kind of sort of a little bit guaranteed to win in this game?
1: No. I mean, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, is that like, did he even really do that? Or was this just like a kind of situation where he got asked, and he confidently answered that he felt like he was going to win. And that became a guarantee. You know, look, <laughs> we are, you know, some in some ways part of the media. But I, I think the way that we may separate ourselves from this is that I don't really want to participate in this kind of, you know, storyline creation that 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 happens where, you know, the, the, they ask a question and then they build an entire week's worth of storylines <laughs> on the drama on it. Uh, that's not really what we're here for. So uh, ever, other people are gonna participate in it. For me, uh it's it's a non thing, it's not gonna f- have any effect on how these guys play at the end of the day. If if you need that kind of uh locker room motivation to to play a good football game,
0: you, you should say be for a Washington football. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, right. Yeah.
0: Can can I make an argument why I, I really like this from Mike McCarthy? Yeah, so at the whole time when people talk about guaranteeing you're, you're seeing these arguments, well, you don't need to provide bulletin board material for Washington. They're going to come out and play fired up. I, I just don't think that's the case. I actually think it's the other way, right? I think, I think McCarthy guaranteeing a win puts a little bit more pressure on the Cowboys, right? It puts the, and this is the way I laid it out to Peter on the, the lockdown uh now or so locked on today is, Listen, this game is just not as important for Dallas as it is Washington. It's just not right. Like the Cowboys can lose this game. And I, I looked at 538 today, they would still have a 95% chance to make the playoffs and like an 80% chance to win the division. It's not that big of a deal. Now, if Washington loses, they're in real trouble, you know, in a real bad spot of not making the playoffs. I think this is a way for McCarthy to kind of get his team amped up for a big divisional game, right? That they don't necessarily need as much as their opponent, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, sure. I, I could certainly spin
1: it that way. And maybe that's, you know, maybe more importantly than, than, than you know, McCarthy c- talking to the media about it is that if that's the case, then McCarthy's probably been talking to the team about it. And this is just kind of reaffirming it to the media that this is what I'm talking to my team. So
0: that know, just I, seems way more likely than the other way. Yeah,
1: it, right? I just I just, you know, I just don't this doesn't really have a ton to do with football, you know, like this is, this is, this is kind of a psychology stuff yeah. that, you know, it gives you 1% of an edge, you know, and we're, and I we just don't a- think,
0: I don't think Taylor Heineken, a key third down and seven is going to be like, you know what? I remember I, I would I'm throw normally I'd throw an incompletion here, but because Mike McCarthy said that they're going to win this game, I'm going to throw a 10 yard pass.
1: Uh, look, I mean, it, 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 if, if if this is just a way to get casuals to watch the game, that's sure. fine. But if you guys are listening to this podcast regularly, you're you're probably not a casual. Yeah. Guy, so, I,
0: the, if the Cowboys lose this game, which is very possible, because I think Washington's a pretty decent team, there's going to be a million other things that we can look back and say this is the reason why they lost, rather than what Mike McCarthy said in a Thursday press conference. I,
1: I'm sure you're going to pick them to win. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think there is a possibility. Do <laughs> you think I would pick Cowboys to win? win? No, no, Washington. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I think there's no reason to provide any more than uh, <laughs> necessary motivation than already is there. So,
0: all right, a couple other little things. Te-
1: uh, That's called uh, a tease, everybody. By good, the way. It's called a
0: tease. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's a, it's a bit for this show. Uh, three newsy things we'll get through really quickly so we can get to the game. Wow, mm-hmm. Collins starting at right tackle this week. Good move, yeah. ben. Good move. Yeah, yeah. it makes me feel.
1: I understand again, it, it does kind of go back. It almost it's kind of a double-edged sword now because now it's like you're you're still playing with the lineup a little bit. But the truth of the matter is Lale played last week. I think Lail is still the better player right now. Um, at least this to me reads like they are agreeing there, which I'm glad because I, I really just didn't want. <laughs> really, it's just that I want I want to be on the same page with the coaching staff because yeah, yeah. I want them to believe, like, be right, you know. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I think that that Collins is still the better player right now. I think he played relatively well last week. I think that's kind of what McCarthy alluded to when he said that uh, Collins is starting ag- again this week. So I'm 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 happy about that decision.
0: Tony Pollard said that he tore his plantar fasciitis uh, against the Saints in week 13. Uh, he called himself a true game-time decision. Mike McCarthy said he's going to play, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, this McCarthy playing the little... Jerry
1: role now. Yeah, is it, I know, is that, I like,
0: What's going on? Like... I, 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 my thing is, I think it's from everything I've read about a plantar fasciitis, and we've seen this with Amari Cooper, it's a lot of pain tolerance, right? Like, you can play, it's just how much can you manage pain. This almost feels like an old Bill Parcells trick from McCarthy. Like, hey, there's no doubt about it. You're going to go out there and play, and you're just going to suck it up and deal with it. It doesn't matter. I I don't care how you feel. You're going to play. You know, it's funny because one of the things that he talked about was with plantar
1: fasciitis is that it's better to tear – apparently than than to have
0: a bruise or or absolutely ridiculous but i guess that's the case but but you
1: you do hear that on on other injuries right like like i think like the the achilles injuries is is a similar situation if i'm not mistaken that it's better to have a a torn achilles than maybe it's not achilles but i've heard that in other situations so that's that's really odd uh and, and i guess that's you know you hope that maybe that helps uh him get over the pain tolerance sooner than later right yeah so we'll see
0: wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys limit his touches a little bit this yeah, week. That wouldn't be surprising. I, I, I think the Cowboys would be wise just to take him off kick return this week. You don't need they're, him they're taking, really, Yeah. You, know, you don't need him taking three or four extra kick returns. Just don't blow him to that. Uh, and then Micah Parsons is dealing with a hip injury. Jerry Jones says it's not going to affect his availability for Sunday. It's more of a pain thing. Are you concerned?
1: No, it sounded like it was pretty minor. Okay.
0: Uh, just something to keep an eye on. Uh, yeah, It sounds like, to be honest, the Cowboys are more concerned about their tight end situation going in this game. Sean McEwen hurt his neck in practice. They're worried about him not being able to play. I've heard some rumblings that Blake Jarwin's not coming back this year. So that now it's down to Dalton Schultz and Jeremy Sprinkle this week. Um, not necessarily great, but uh, we'll we'll – If we get more information, we'll talk about that. Uh, All right, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about On Location. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away, and On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL, is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, Five-star LA hotels. I didn't even know you guys had the five-star hotels out there. And food by the too. great Wolf Game Puck. I'm getting back to you. Just wait. Uh, visit onlocationexp.com SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That is onlocationexp.com slash SB56. All right. Is there any smart comment you wanted to make? Go ahead. No,
1: we have some five star uh, hotels that we are. I don't know if you've heard a major metropolitan uh, city.
0: Uh, so yes, we have hotels. Uh, really quickly, built bar. I want to tell a cool story? Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine told me the other day that they bought built bars for their son for Christmas, which I thought was really cool. They're really excited to see uh, if he likes them because he's a teenager. He he got bought. I think he was coconut brownie chunk. Awesome, oh, peanut butter brownie one. So I uh, just thought that was really cool. You guys. That's through. a good,
1: that's a good stocking stuffer to be. Oh, it's a fantastic stuff. I would be stocking. thrilled about it. That. It's, yeah. it's
0: amazing. Um, go to billbart.com, Use promo code lock 15, get 15% off your next order and stock your stuffings with bill Barr. I think that's a, it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about the Cowboys offense against Washington's defense, which has played really well over the last four weeks. How did the Cowboys have success in this game on offense?
1: Yeah, I mean, the defense. I mean, I think kind of just like taking a step back, this was a defense that, you know, had very high expectations associated with it going into the season. I mean, you have uh, a guy in Chase Young that you thought was going to be a, a, you know, potential defensive player of the year uh, nominee. You had a, a couple other guys that you, you felt like were some of the best at their position. And then, you know, injuries and 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 kind of ex- <laughs> just bad play kind of struck them, especially early in the season, and they just didn't play like the same kind of defense that, that right. we expected. And, and honestly, uh, I just kind of wanted to reference, you know, this is the kind of thing that you and I talked about when we talked about how difficult it is to replicate good defense year in and year out. It's not something that's easy to chase. It's not something that's easy – to continually do. Uh, and, and if you look at Washington, you know, they had all the pieces that you could possibly need to kind of do that as well as any team in the league. Uh, and,
0: you know, look at Pittsburgh uh, this year, they went from the number one defense last year in scoring to like number 27 and the same exact same exact guys.
1: Exactly. And, and it's just a, a difficult proposition to uh to try and 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 and, you know kind of constantly replicate that level of play it's so heavily dictated by the offenses that you're facing and 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 and, you know it's more about just holding on for dear life when you when you talk about defense so uh having said that this is an incredibly talented group, especially in the defensive interior right now. I mean, they still have Allen, they still have Pain. Um, you know, they are missing Montez Sweat. Obviously, they're missing Chase Young, so they're a little bit weaker on the outside than they would normally. In fact, they're quite a bit weaker because this is not like the Eagles, where uh, you know they the Eagles yeah. they have depth, they have waves of guys that come. So when when you when they lose a defensive end, it's not a huge loss. There's been a pretty significant step back. Uh, in, in the in the defensive in play uh, since Chase Young, and, and we'll see with Sweat gone as well. Um, you know, I think that they have some ability to play the run, um, but I mm-hmm. don't know that they're going to be as uh, strong as pass rushers. And then for the Cowboys, uh, you know, facing them, I, I think having the, the offensive line at full strength is going to be a huge advantage, especially, you know, try to figure out exactly what's going on in the middle of this defense. That's really the strength of their defense to, without a doubt. Their, their linebackers are, uh, you know, the at best uh, yeah. they really kind of have struggled to find somebody s- consistent there um th- you know they've they've gotten some good uh, uh safety play f- surprisingly from uh cameron curl uh mm-hmm. who's been one of their one of their corners and, and and they've gotten some decent corner play from fuller at different points uh you know jackson was a guy that they picked up at free agency <laughs> that we were really high on that's been up and down really to very, be honest with very. them um, so I imagine that the Cowboys should be able to have some success throwing the football. Uh, I think running the football is really going to be hingent on whether or not they can figure out a way to block things up in the middle of that defense. The the, cor- the, the edges may be uh, not quite as uh, well defended with, without chase young or sweat, but they, but they they still may be uh, uh, you know kind of st- very well, very sturdy and difficult to run on there. So, I think the Cowboys definitely need to find – and especially with the running backs being injured, the Cowboys are going to kind of have some struggles, I would imagine, trying to run the football early on in this game. Um, But I do think that they will be able to take advantage of Washington in the passing game because they will have an advantage there, especially now that they've got all their receivers back
0: couple things on this defense. Uh, we talked to David Harrison from Locked on yeah. Washington on Wednesday in the Crossover Show, which is really good. You guys should go check David's that out. David's
1: fantastic. But, Everybody go check out that yes. podcast. I listen to it. It's great.
0: He said they're lacking a lot of talent on the edges, but he said in some ways the defense is playing better without Sweat and Chase Young because he said those guys are a little bit more of freelancers, right? Like they're going to mm-hmm. do whatever they can to get to the quarterback, and they don't necessarily play within the structure of the defense. And I, he said the defense isn't – better with those guys off the field but they are playing a little bit more technically sound and it's why they've had a lot of success over the last couple weeks so uh do you know who played the most defensive end snaps for them last week the old an old friend of ours uh daniel wise remember daniel oh, wise Oh
1: yeah of course really. university of
0: kansas uh, yeah yeah he played the most edge snaps last week. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he's gonna be one of their defensive ends shaka tony is a i believe third round pick from penn state a rookie this year those yeah. are basically going to be your starting defensive ends. Now their defensive tackles are ridiculous. Not only are Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne really good, as you mentioned, but they got Matt Iandinus, They got Tim mm-hmm. Settle, who's a good nose tackle. Like they could rotate in there. It's going to be up to the Cowboys to block those guys. If they block those two guys up front, they'll be fine. I I, I truly think they'll be okay.
1: Um, the issue, the issue, I think honestly, and and this is kind of a smart team building, you know thing for washington i think in general is that when you play in washington right let's talk about that field a little bit right the field is notoriously terrible the the turf is is awful it's you know there's constantly talk especially if if there's any kind of rain or precipitation I, i don't think there is based on what i've seen but the field is always really tromped up it's like got lots of divots uh, and, and what it ends up, you of know, the effect that it ends up having is it can kind of slow things down a little bit. Y- your yep. players can be a little bit slower. That is an advantage for a team that has a whole bunch of good defensive tackles because it makes it a little bit more difficult for you to get away from them it, it, to right. get to the outside. So the Cowboys need to find a way to kind of take advantage of that, uh, but they are going to have to be working against these defensive tackles and against this field that is not going to be a very fast track for for an offense that likes to go fast at times.
0: This should be a game in which the Cowboys dominate in the middle of the field. Um, Jameen Davis, a rookie linebacker, has been – I mean, just talk to any Washington people. He's been awful. And he's questionable to play in this game. He suffered a concussion last week. Cole Holcomb has taken a step back. Uh, they lost John Bostick due to the injured reserve list. Uh, I believe their fourth linebacker. Uh, Hudson, I can't remember his first name. He's on the injured reserve list. Like They're just out of linebackers. Yeah. And even if Jameen Davis and Cole Holcomb play, those guys have really struggled. So you would think this is a game where the Cowboys would be wise to try to isolate those guys in space, uh, try to use a lot of Dalton Schultz. Uh, We shall see. One more thing on the Cowboys offense, and I know I'm kind of rambling on here. Omari Cooper. Yeah. He's killed Washington whenever he's played them. And he played them last year twice with Andy Dalton. One once in a game where I mean they were just that first game in Washington was just a disaster. But he's averaged over 100 yards per game against Washington during his career. I don't think William Jackson is the type of corner that's going to slow him down necessarily. This has got to be a big Amari game, I would think.
1: Yeah, and I think that you know the wide receivers in general. I mean they just don't have the horses on the outside to kind of keep up with. I mean really, look, most teams across the NFL don't, and this is the first time in uh, since week one. Right, yep. that we've had all three wide receivers in the field, so that's well, the fully healthy. Thing of- totally healthy. Full- Mario was out yeah, yeah. last week. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was that was kind of a hobbled situation last week. Yeah. So, this is the first time you see all these guys fully healthy, and and, and we have not seen how defenses are going to handle very well, uh, you know, dealing with all three on the field. So uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly what their plan of attack is. I, I just think that they are kind of outmatched. they being uh, Washington's defense is a little bit outmatched. Uh, yeah, and, and and even if Cooper doesn't eat, uh, the amount of focus that they are gonna have to, to put on Cooper in order to stop him from absolutely dominating yep. them is really gonna free things up for Gallup and, and, and Lamb. So I, I look for and, and, and I think you brought up a good point, Schultz as well because I think yep. like what you talked about, the linebackers, The safety play outside of curl, it's not fantastic. There should be a lot of hay to be made on the uh, attention that Cooper is taking on the outside and a lot of space for them to work underneath.
0: All right. One more quick break to tell you guys about stance founded in 2009 stance apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of the pop culture's hottest collaborators, for the ultimate in style and self-expression, because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. Those that feel good do good. Go see for yourself, register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase, use promo code locked on at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a less of a life less ordinary with stance. All right, Landon. Uh Let's do the Cowboys defense against Washington's offense. This is the healthiest <laughs> the Cowboys defense has been all season long. Uh, Washington's offense has been not necessarily great over the last couple of weeks. Only 17 points in each of the last two games. How do you think the Cowboys match up here?
1: This is a very good matchup for the Cowboys. I mean, yeah. I, I think you know this is this Washington offense has struggled to move the ball. Uh, they struggle to score points. Um, you know, I, I think that there's been a lot of hype around them because they've won, uh, uh, you know, games it five first? games or four or five four. games, or four yeah. or five games in a row. Uh, but to me, if you watch the offense, just watch how the offense calls the game themselves. They don't have confidence in this offense. They are trying to limit possessions for both teams. They are trying to shorten the game by, you know. Uh, uh focusing almost exclusively on the run game if 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 this team wash if this Washington team has to get into a passing uh, uh game or or a boat race with the Cowboys this could get ugly quickly you know so the for the for the for Washington they have got to find a way and you know look it certainly is possible against this Cowboys defense they have got to find a way to run the football Uh, in order to consistently move the chains and try to keep Dallas's – Which I think they might
0: be able to. They have been running the ball extremely well.
1: They have been running the ball extremely well. I I think it's unfortunate for Washington that this is the week the Cowboys are starting to get healthy, right? Because I think if the Cowboys had to play Parsons – uh, you know more a defensive end because of not having Lawrence or Gregory uh, that would have been a huge win for Washington because the Cowboys defensive uh, linebackers specifically are struggling against yep. stopping the run uh the fact that they have both of those guys back especially Lawrence uh is you know not great for Washington's really only one path to victory here right so having Lawrence having Gregory allows Parsons to kind of step back play a little bit more off ball linebacker which obviously injects talent there you get Gallimore back so we don't know how many snaps he's gonna get but it sounded like he had a great week of practice uh you know to to kind of inject with Odigizua and then uh uh, Hamilton and some of those guys that have been playing really well Watkins as well so uh I, I actually think that you know if this had been uh a game that was played last week that Washington would have matched up even a a little bit better than they, Mm -hmm. than they do now. I think right now, you know, they are, uh, it's not a good matchup for, for uh, Washington on that side of the ball, or at least it's not a, uh, you know, a huge advantage. Uh, I think that they will be able to run the ball. I just don't know that they'll be able to run it in such a way that they will dominate the time of possession, dominate the possession enough to keep Dallas's offense down.
0: One injury to keep an eye on this game is J.D. McKissick. He suffered a concussion two weeks ago, um, did not play last week. He's going to be – I think he's listed as questionable this game. He's a really big part of their offense in the passing game. Like he's a former receiver that's playing running back, and he's really the guy they rely on on like third downs, on a third and four. They just swing the ball to him on the outside and let him kind of create. If he doesn't play Washington's offense, it has such a hard time converting third downs if it's not a scramble by Taylor Heineke. So just keep an eye on that. I, I really feel like later it's the same kind of strategy that we had against the saints a week ago where it's, yeah, if you get this team into third and long, they're going to have a really hard time living there, right? There's just not a team that does that. Now, if they're getting to third and one and they can just run the ball on quarterback sneak and keep you off balance. I do think they're going to have some success. It's just not a team that's built to win third and eighths, third and ninths, you know? And, and I'll,
1: I'll say this too, uh, you know, th- this is why you watch the games, right? Is yeah. that you, you go back and watch the Oakland game. You go back and watch, uh, who was it? They played the week before uh, Kansas city. I can't remember, but, but uh, you know, you go back and watch some of these games and it's littered with, with opportunities for the team to have turned the ball over and, and having not right. Whether it's, yeah. Uh, Morig dropping the interception uh whether it's you know two or th- I mean there was two or three different plays th- during uh, that Raiders game where <laughs> Heineke just gave the ball away to them oh and, yeah and and, and Oakland did, or Lasville, nah, Las but, Vegas yeah. didn't didn't, didn't uh, uh, uh feel the need to take it <laughs> they just yeah. didn't want they, it was like they didn't want it so uh, you know the Cowboys defense if they're anything they're opportunistic uh, and so I do think that you know Washington even with let's say even they get best case scenario the run game they still need big plays here and there uh, yep. and every single time Washington puts you know tries to attempt to make a big play uh, they put the ball at risk it feels like they just don't I have agree. the ability to, to kind of make a big play safely without taking a huge risk and a lot of it has to do with the fact that Heineke you know, this is the limitation with him as the quarterback, right? He doesn't have the arm strength to quickly get the ball on the field to hit closing windows in times. He doesn't have the arm strength to get the ball to the receiver, when even when he's open, before the DB sees what's happening and closes on the ball. And whether he does get the interception or just hits the player right as the ball is arriving, Heineke's arm strength, I think, is something that, you know, gets – overlooked because people are like, well, don't just judge a guy in arm strength, but there are real times. There are two or three plays a
0: game where you notice it and it's where you
1: notice it. And and it, and it shows, and it shows up on all his throws. Sometimes he makes it and it's fine and it's timing and it's fantastic, but there are definitely times when if he's even a tick late, he, he, the the ball arrives late, the the receiver gets hit, the the DB breaks on it. So there's going to be times when Washington will provide you the opportunity to take the ball away. And Dallas just needs to kind of continue its 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 streak of being opportunistic when those uh, opportunities present themselves.
0: All right, we're running out of time, so we got to be quick. But who do you have winning this game? I got the Cowboys. I mean,
1: I I just think it's it's the better of the two teams. Uh, You know, this is how we felt a lot of times with these with these games. Is the Cowboys have the more talented the two teams? Now the question is, how are they going to come out and execute? It's been ten days. They've had plenty of time to write the write the ship. Everyone's back. The coaches are back. Uh, I, I think yep. this is going to be a Cowboys team that's that's hungry and ready to start winning football
0: games. I'm taking the wa- uh, Washington 23-20. See that little blink. Twenty. <laughs> something in your eye? What yeah, happened? yeah, yeah. Something <laughs> in my eye. Uh, you know, just NFC East games are weird. That's that's all I can say. So. Yeah, that's all. You're that's all you
1: probably pick. should say with that pick. I would imagine. <laughs>
0: Just try to stay with the bit to help everybody out. Yeah, All right, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'll do anything to help this team. <laughs> uh, follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Cowboys. Support us on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts uh oh real quick we had, a, we had a great podcast yesterday with joe trahan yes make
1: sure you check it out that still is, is a good podcast to listen to there's nothing that's changed so d- definitely check that out and check out his uh playbook at wfaa.com yes it like was uh, as well. the uh,
0: newsletter was released today so that's a good plug yeah. thank you Landon. so yeah. all right guys enjoy week 14 we'll be back here sunday night monday morning uh to talk about the game we'll see you guys next time